You are now listening to For All Nerds Show, a podcast about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. For All Nerds is hosted by DJ Ben Amin, Tatiana King-Jones, and Jeff J. Our show is edited and produced by DJ Ben Amin, and For All Nerds Show is a member of the Loudspeakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to our founder, Combat Jack. For All Nerds Show is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, our website, are all independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash for all nerds. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. Doodle. What's up, y'all? You are listening to another episode of the For All Nerd Show. And as always, it's your boy DJ Ben Amin, aka Halal Jordan, aka Bubba Gumption, aka Bole Road Warrior, aka Liquid Swords. I mean, Liquid Zords. I mean, Lightwork Agami, Method Man's Plenty, Meat Mill House, back off vacation here in the spaceship, the voice of the urban geek. And as always, I butcher my own names. I'm, I'm kind of sad about that. What's new? Oh. <laughs> I'm joined by Tatiana King Jones, aka D Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as Flex Luthor, Sean Jean Luc Picard, Dame Diner Dash, Rita Aurora Chimaru, Stone Cold Steve Lawson, Gem in the Hollow Fam, Victoria's Secret Wars, and Princess Preach. There we go, there we go. I think that was about nine or ten. Mm-hmm. Or oh, 45, 50, 11. 50, 11, you know. 50, 11. You know. Rebox. Sitting in the third seat. Jesus Christ. Only a few people get that reference, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on, everybody? This is Jeff J, a.k.a. The King in the North Face. A.k.a. Brainiac Five Racks, a.k.a. Seven of Nine Nine Problems, Miles Morass Sets, Candyman in the Mirror, and the Wizard of Oscorp. Oh, okay, okay, I like okay, that last okay. one. Candyman in the mirror. Oh, there's an email that we just got. I don't even know. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I like that. <laughs> That's about all I can I like, say on that right now. Right. Check y'all emails real quick though. And um, we do have a special, special guest. We're back off vacation. And who is in the seat with us tonight? The dancing man himself, Mr. Slide onto a dance floor <laughs> and a cloud of smoke trails behind him. Lights and disco Yo. shit. Yo, don't sleep on him. Not only is he an artist with a pen. He is an artist on the dance floor. I've seen this man. I, I have never experienced moves <laughs> as illustrious as this man right here. Yo, never, Saturday ever. Fever. Pulp Fiction. He, you know, he, you, you like a mix of those in the prime. Even like some, you know. And some black exploitation in there. <laughs> I mean, Pope Fitch is pretty blasphemous as oh it is. Oh, <laughs> but. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Stephen Harris here talking. <laughs> Not dancing, just talking. Just talking. Yeah. AKA? I'm, I'm going to try AKA. Speak up! Okay. Okay. <laughs> AKA Rock D Majors. Okay. 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 AKA 
uh, I had one, I just lost it right in my head. That's oh, a good AKA. Oh, that's a good AKA because that happens to us every week. Yes, I, I had one, I done lost that damn thing in my head. <laughs> I like that AKA. <laughs> that's the best one we ever had. But AKA dancing man on the dance floor, whatever. I can't get it. I'm not throwing right now. I'm not up with y'all. Y'all just leveled up or le- Judge Dreadlocks. That's all right. Judge Ooh. Yes. Amen. Uh, that's the first one's free. Everything else, you gotta pay. <laughs> we got a Patreon. We got a Patreon that you could you could every every additional one. Patreon. Patreon.com slash for all nerds. Yes, yes, yes. There is a five rack tier. There is a five rack tier. Never forget. Never forget. And you will see the return on your assets. Because, you know, we're not like other people who will run off with your money and then you will have no locks. (laughs) Because you'll be like, damn, I can't even get my hair re- What do you get? Relaxed? No, you're going to end up with some faux locks. Rabbit, that's what it's called. You can't even get your hair relocked because your money done gone. Because somebody in Toronto and Botswana with your your cash calling you non-existent. Gonna be grim dreadlocks after that. Oh, <laughs> you gonna be like, where my chain at? Where my chain at? They spent that already. This mom will never let it go. Let it go. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I let it like go. You I'm gonna tweet that right now. They might know what happened that damn. Money. I'm still just wondering. You know, the question <laughs> remains. Well, welcome, to welcome to the spaceship. Let me Thank get everybody you. back on track. Happy to see you here. It's been a long time since you've yeah. been here. You've been a friend and a supporter of us for since the beginning, really. Not like the beginning, because I, I, I found my... Uh, generally the beginning. Yeah, but okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> He's like, I'll not the beginning. I'm trying to pick you up. I'm trying to pick you up. And you just decided to <laughs> not take the big up. You decided to go elsewhere. But my but point no, is, you've been there. Yeah, I've been here, y'all. I guess so. Y'all yeah. great. He's like, when it was just Ben and Chico, nah. When Tatiana <laughs> got on that show, though, that's when I started listening. Word up. <laughs> um, you, you, I consider you one of the the great creatives in this in the community of uh, creatives of color. Oh, thank you. Um, you know, you've, as I mentioned, you you you've been with us or friends of us for quite some time, but you've also not never stopped. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what was going on with you, whether you was working for some majors, were working independently, you've never stopped. And I've always admired that about you. Oh, thank you. I mean, yeah. that's just, I mean, that's what we all should be doing. I mean, I don't, I don't understand people getting big and it's like like forgetting people. I mean, we need y'all. <laughs> uh, you trying to say we not we not we not big? What you trying to say? Are, are, are you saying? I said no. Me, I mean, because of me getting big, I'm forgetting y'all. No, oh, y'all are big. Making him nervous. No, y'all are big. Uh, don't be scared of her. No, no, I'm Answer. keeping it no, up. Speak real. Y'all your are truth, big. brother. Y'all, y'all are big. I was, I say, I was worried about y'all forgetting me because y'all I mean, got so oh, big. No, I mean, no. no, never. I mean, like you know, people who know know. You know, you've been in the industry working doing. Mm-hmm art everything for man long but right now people are i mean you got michael crate come on man. Yeah. like how, how can we forget you you know we worried <laughs> you're gonna forget us so nah. so we're, we're obviously speaking on you because we've known you for like 100 million years uh-huh. but explain to the people listening who you are okay um, and what and, you do uh, and stephen harris creator comic book creator illustrator i've been in this business for about um 27 years now for, for professionally i'm a co-creator of uh, aztec um, going back further than that was um, mm. the crush. say that again Aztec, Aztec. Who, who were you the co-creator along oh, with oh with Grant Morrison and Mark Miller I mean come on bro like come on yeah. you better Name the lead there bro yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said speak out yeah. Yeah. hey man we gonna feel ourselves this day you ain't, yeah. gonna, be, you ain't gonna be all this but coy. before that was I mean it was a less known book but it was a, it was with a popular company it was uh, The Crush I don't know if you guys knew The Crush The Crush yeah that was with Motown the Motown. Motown oh. had a comic? Yes, Motown Books? was doing comics, yes. The 90s, wow. boy. 95. Uh, you, you already said it. I knew <laughs> I knew it. That money, Motown was like, yo, we got heavy no, DJ shit as popping. Yeah, Michael Davis started it he, after he left Motown, left, left Milestone. He went to Motown to Why create not? Machine Works. 
and Machine Works. How? See, this is what I'm talking about when I'm like, there's so much black history I didn't know. Motown, the label, had a comic book line? Yeah, comic books. It was a line. Yeah, wow. I didn't know that, bro. Line, yeah. Oh, my god. See, gosh. 95, that's like right when I was falling off because the 90s was driving me nuts. <laughs> and I fell off. Like, I just fell off comics completely. Yeah, I was, when like, I was nah. crushed. It was a book called Casual Heroes. There's uh, wow. Trouble Man. Man oh, Trouble time. Man. That's Which one Quincy starred in? Nah, it was Quincy. <laughs> 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 oh, what's my man? Smokey Robinson. This is everybody. Quincy would have been just calling Quincy out been every the Oracle other telling everybody business. Yeah. yeah, I remember Spider-Man <laughs> when he was a boy. Why you gotta sound like Martin Luther King? Though? <laughs> <laughs> That's how all of them sound in my head. In the sixties, everybody had the same yeah. yo, <laughs> civil rights voice. <laughs> yo, swear to God. Uh, sh- shout out to Trevor Noah. I was watching his special on Netflix. And when he does his black man voice, it's Eddie Murphy. I'm like, yo, this man grew up watching the Eddie Murphy specials. That man can do accents. Uh-huh. That man can do accents. Well, yeah, his yeah. black man voice needs work because he's doing Eddie Murphy. It's like, come on. Uh, every yeah, American every... black man don't sound like Eddie okay, Murphy, I guess he's, he, he's working that one, right? But yeah. I guess he does pretty good. Yeah. But no, I mean, you know, back yeah. to... Okay, yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? We want, I mean, I, my finish, I guess I finished my intro. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. so. You know, welcome to the spaceship. Welcome back. You know, like we said, everyone out there, hope everyone is having a happy holidays. Our very own tech queen over here. You know, we haven't seen her in a while. I know because I've been gone for a minute. You've been on secret missions, and now we can talk about these secret missions. And the Europeans call it holiday. The Europeans yeah. call it Asia. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the colonizers definitely the colonizers <laughs> uh, wow. uh, yeah I was in several countries a few mm. of them they were Thailand Vietnam and a little bit of Japan um, I'm gonna have to make a separate trip to Japan but mm-hmm. um, I had a blast it was awesome one like life in a once in a lifetime experience I am blessed that I even got to go because it was was not happening yep uh, so I had to get that money up but you know I made it happen for patreon.com slash well, that's not why. <laughs> chill, 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 chill. Not with the money. No, it's just jokes. It's just jokes. It's just oh, jokes, wow. please. Yo, if you ain't come back with a damn anime shot and recorded, we gonna get in trouble. No, uh, then I mean. Try and shoot your foot, man. Right. Oh, Everybody relax. Relax. Everybody relax. Besides Benami's insinuations. All the mentions. mentions. No, I did not use the Patreon money to go. Like I said, I had to get my own money. Ain't no, ain't no way. They gonna be like, I see your edges snatched all vacation. Where the hell? I'm like, damn, you always out and about. Damn, you always on a plane. Where that money go? Yeah. Um, no, so no, no. I went with a bunch oh, of friends from man. school. Shout out to the illustrious Howard University, oh. all yes, Howard yes. University nice. alumni. All right. um, so yeah, alumni. I, I like that word. You know, you know. You know we got the, the women's. Yes, the, the women's was out there heavy. Nice. Um, nice. I came, I saw, I conquered. Uh, that's how I felt. I felt, I felt rejuvenated. I felt luxuriated. Mm-hmm. You know, everything was amazing. Um, there was something very strange though that occurred that I thought. How was many interesting. people asked to touch your hair? <sighs> Who th- oh. How many of them thought you were Beyonce? Keep it honey. Yeah. Keep it honey. Well, that was zero. Okay. Um, no. Oh, not word? nowhere near light enough for that. Oh man. But. Um, right. What blacks? Uh, uh, Kelly Rowland. So, 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 so. <laughs> Lupita. 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 Oh, oh, I would have rolled with that. They was yeah. like Lupita, but uh, I almost, no. I almost had you a little John, the pose, but that wasn't no good. This interesting thing about yeah, this phenomenon, and I'm calling it a phenomenon because I'm still not 100% sure what it is. Mm. I don't know if it's casual racism or true awe, awestruck, if you will. Mm. 
And it was really mainly from Chinese tourists. Mm-hmm. Um, wherever we would go, and, and, and let me reiterate that they, this was Howard girls, Howard women. It was five of us. Yeah. And all of us had either braids or twisting yeah. of some sort, right? So everywhere we go, I guess we look like these exotic, wild white tigers that everywhere we went people not only did the 10 second long stare Mm -hmm. but would whisper to each other and have the conversation the side conversation and when i say everywhere i mean in the bathroom on the plane boarding the plane getting off the plane getting in a car getting on the train everywhere i went it was something else like that happening Mm -hmm. at one point when we were mid-flight a girl jumped down from 10 rows ahead, ran down the aisle, went beside us and said, oh my, and she spoke perfect English. She was like, oh my God, oh my God. I just want you guys to know your hair is so beautiful and I think you're so beautiful. And then, Can I take a picture with you guys? Like well, that much of hype. Chinese. I'm not sure what she was, yeah. but, but Asian. she was, she was, yeah, she was Asian, but yeah. she, she was very, very hype and excited. She did, she was considerate with the mm. way she approached. And yeah. she just said, I just, you know, I just, think it's you know she said what she said and asked she said would you mind if i take a picture with you and my friend was like sure no problem and you know we did the pose that was the end of that but then you had much less consideration particularly when our backs were turned (laughs) and we were like uh our, our attention was elsewhere so number one i'm in the street taking a video of the cars passing by and all the all the busy the hullabaloo if you will and a woman who is a vendor who is on a corner, she literally gets up out her chair as I'm recording, runs over to me and grabs, no asking, no 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 words, no nothing, grabs my hair and sits there and and examines it between her fingers. I'm recording, so I'm 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 committed to the record, right? So I said, as soon as this is over, I'm gonna slap the shit out of her. But no, I didn't do that. As soon as it was over, I just looked at her and I just said, "Are you done?" Are you done? Are you done? Granted, she didn't know what I was talking about, but still. <laughs> besides that, there were situations where we're in Vietnam and, and we're in the market haggling prices. I'm talking to one person, haggling a price, and as my back is turned, a young girl grabs my hair behind me. And my friend at the time, my friend who was, who was standing there behind me at the time, she saw this go down. So she reached over and grabbed the girl's hair. Mm-hmm. And right away it clicks. Oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. So we were subject to a series of whether it was uh, they asked for permission, whether they didn't, whether they were taking pictures, whether they were. It was. A, it was. A, it was both. Right. So I. You, I try to liken it to some people just, okay, you've never seen a black person before in real life. Okay, whatever. There's TV, there's the internet, but you've never seen a black person in real life. That's 3D, okay. though. My issue, though, with when people try to make amends for that is, well, when people say, oh, well, what happened if you like you saw an alien, a purple, a purple colored person come down? I'm like, here's the difference. <laughs> you are taking the humanity out of me by yes. saying that. Yes. You're now exotic. You know, you, you, I'm this exotic thing uh-huh. that... That you know is a is a unicorn, and it's just like, oh my god, I have to touch it, I have to have it, I have to commodify it. Yeah. So I felt some type of way. So like I said, it was both felt like racism, but also felt like maybe they were just that curious. It, I'm convinced that uh, black women f- face a uh, a next level racism because uh, I mean, that I, in hearing stories from some from sisters, it's mm-hmm. like I don't get the stuff that that I hear them talk about. Mm. It's like. It's like people feel entitled to say more to you than they would a black man or yeah. somebody else. So like a black man, it just seems that way. I don't know. Um, it, I just because I mean we can see the same person in 
the sister would have more stories about that one person than I was. Like, really? Mm. Then, uh, yeah, than I would. It, it, it's interesting. Like I said, I've never experienced. That I mean, I've got my, I mean, I've, I've had people want to touch my hair. Yeah. Before, but just not rolling up on me. No, rolling up on us, and like I said, this is a group of five, so you know, we kind of deep at this point. <clears throat> yeah. Just rolling up on us and. Or like I, you know, like I, I can't even say like a celebrity feels. So or maybe, maybe that's like a small, tiny portion of how a celebrity feels. Mm-hmm. But being surrounded by people, mm-hmm. that's some, that's some next level shit. That's interesting. Like especially about the hair. Like since I've had dreads, I, people don't bother me. But when I had an afro and it was, I had a huge wild afro. It was like that wherever I went. People would just walk up to me and touch my hair. You know, like it bugged me out. You get with your wee locks. No, not at all. No. Very rarely, very rarely with my locks. People, I don't know why. They'll ask at least, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But even then, it's just rare to ask. You know, they'll ask more a question, but they won't want to touch it. But when I had an afro, oh my god, it was just ridiculous. Wherever I went, people would just sit there and walk up on me. Yeah, yeah I was part yeah. of a studio in uh, Times Square, and I was, and there was um, a place called Birds of Brazil in the, in the same building, and I was going, and so a lot of Brazilian tourists would come over there, and I was on the elevator going to the studio. And a woman just likes to start touching my hair. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I said, first of all, you, you, you're lucky I'm nice. And here is different. You don't do this. Well, where I come from, we can just touch people. I said, no, not here. You don't do that. Wow. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, I was about to ask if it's a cultural thing. Because I, there's no universe in the multiverse where I would imagine myself Rolling up on somebody yeah. and touching it, like you yeah. can be a man enamored with it. Like I, you know, I've seen some hair, and I'm like, yeah. oh, that shit is dope. Like you know, your natural urges is like you, like a going back yeah. to a toddler. It. But yeah. you know, I'm damn near ain't been a toddler yeah. since toddlers been toddlers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't understand where, I mean, I can extrapolate it, but where the restraint just drops, where you right. think going up to somebody, especially, I'm sorry, I don't care how naive I am if I'm a white person I'm not going up to no black people and touching their hair it was more black people when I had the afro I feel like it was more black people who would come up to me and touch my really? hair and yeah it was like but people would just touch my hair yeah it was like yo you really? know oh like you know cause it was out of control and just out right. there well I'm interested to know if anybody's listening who is you know if you have a, a, you have Asian descent if you have some answers for us like is this a cultural thing is it something more please let us know Contact at forallnerds.com or hit us up on our socials at forallnerds because the same question you proposed, Jeff, was we were just asking each other internally for mm-hmm. like an hour. We were like, what is it? Yeah. I, mean, I, I haven't been I haven't been to Asia yet, but from the stories I've heard from people like black dudes who are over like six two, they oh, think they're all in the player. NBA. They yeah. all they think yeah. you they think they know you play ball. Even if you don't play <laughs> ball, you play ball. We want to know who you are. Are you playing in China? Are you over a tour? Blah blah mm. blah. But they ain't coming like yo dribble this basketball you know what I'm saying like, yeah. it's like alright I see you that's what it is that's why I made the Beyonce joke but it, I'm dead ass like they probably thought and y'all was in a team they're like yo they're probably you yeah. know the Spice Girls said they coming mm. back over you yeah, they probably yeah. thought y'all was Spice you know you was Mel something. B or something Girl, man, or they probably yeah. thought you was Danity Kane or something definitely like, like dead yeah. ass but, but uh, the other thing is I understand that in Asian countries Probably the black population is like point zero 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 five yeah. four three. Well, right. depends but, on what Asian so, country. Well, depends on what country, but also right. in some in some like I East said, Asia, I'm, I'm speaking maybe, from right. East Asia. Asia probably right. but also Asia. Japanese probably have Chinese. more influence. Like they've seen it before, whatever. But I'm just saying, like some of those people probably it and it, 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 it coincides with hip hop being the pop pop culture mm-hmm. art form mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. So it's like black culture. You see it 
and you actually it's tangible in front of your face you can see it so maybe that has something to do with it i'm just throwing well, shit at the wall you mentioned just... like i said and i'll close this out right here but you mentioned the culture and all that stuff and i said well if it's a cultural thing about just feeling like you could touch any old body how come when i reach for your hair you recoil there you go. No. No Here answer. we go. Same reason they just, I'm trying to get my shit stolen from you. So I don't know. Person. Like I said, I, it wasn't. It didn't ruin my time there. I just find it found it amazingly odd. Mm-hmm. You should have touched her hair too. Then it would have been like wow, <laughs> Planet of the Apes. <laughs> well, yeah. actually, when we were in Japan, that happened. Before we got on the train, they asked to, to touch our hair, and then we said, "Can we touch your hair?" Yep. And the woman said, "Okay." And, and <laughs> put her oh, head sideways. Oh, I used I used I to do the same thing when today. people would ask to touch my hair. I would be like, "Okay, let me touch hers." Yeah. You know? So, like I said, it, it was it was interesting to say the least. But I had an amazing, incredible time. Can't wait to go back to Thailand specifically. Nice. And speaking of questionable, you know, not sure if this is racism or something else. The Artemis Fowl trailer dropped today. And was it foul? Uh huh. Was, was it, it foul? foul? <laughs> Yeah, that that should be like the headlines of the movie flops. That, Artemis Fowl, though. Yeah, I mean that's so easy, like so easy, right here. Here you go, knock this one out the park. Yeah, um, how was Artemis Fowl? It stank. Ah, oh, hey, hey, I ain't a dad, but I got them jokes. Yeah, there we go. The <laughs> yeah. Artemis Fowl trailer dropped, and uh, for those who don't know, Artemis Fowl is Disney's new potential franchise. It's based on a series of books from the mid '90s that are about this kid named Artemis Fowl who is a member of a family of master thieves. And so, like, he comes from generations of robbery. (laughs) Oh, this is criminal. This is criminal. Criminal. Criminality. And so Artemis, in the book, discovers that there's a secret world of magic, you know, that the world doesn't know about, and tries to steal the magic and stuff from these fairy folk. Who have a really dope organization and all of these things? Like it's not like fairies like we're used to. Like they're like it's like true blood fairies. Yeah, more like militarized mm. fairies and shit. Like they got they got like a police force and an army, all that type of thing. And so, you know, that's the story. And then he eventually teams up with the fairies. Blah blah blah. Whoop whoop whoop. You know, keep things yeah. keep moving. And this is a kid. Yeah, it's a key. It's a, and it's, it's a like series that. of kids books like Harry Potter. So it's that type of thing where he starts off as kind of an anti-hero and then becomes the hero throughout the course of the books. Huh. Yes. And the trailer dropped today. It looks really dope. You know, big visuals, big excitement, all that. It comes out next year in August. I actually got to go to the set earlier this year. To the UK. To the UK. Oh, to nice. London. Nice. Yeah. First time yeah. ever in over the seas and I got to visit the set. It was really ill. I can't talk about everything just yet, but I did get to meet with the director, uh Kenneth Brana. Did I pronounce his name right? Yeah. Close. Uh, pretty sure. <laughs> Close enough. We're there. Director of Thor, Mad Other Joints, Much Ado About Nothing, and you know, big time actor, whatnot. And, you know, we talked, we saw the film, not the film, no, I, I saw some of the film being shot. They were still shooting, got to go on the set. Sets are ill, big crazy stuff. But one issue I do have, and this comes from even the book. In the book, Artemis Fowl and his family are served by another family named the Butlers. And the Butlers in the book are so good at their job, that's where the name Butler and the term Butler comes from. Like, everyone who is a Butler is like, yo, I'm a Butler, like the Butler family. Mm. You know? Mm. And so these Butlers have been serving the Artemis Fowls for generations. In the book, they're supposed to be of, like, Southeast Asian descent. But in the film, the current butler of the family, who is Artemis's sidekick, partner in crime, whatever, is played by an African man. Mm. 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 
Yeah, you see where I'm is going it, with this. <clears throat> is the person black in the book? No, he's not. Yeah, is he's, it like they said Southeast Asian. Southeast Asian. Southeast Asian. Oh, that's not any better, but still. That can be dark. Be dark yeah, dark. yeah. Asian. Filipino. Yeah, what his daddy something like that. Oh and God. so it's it's quite questionable. Even I read the book, and when I read the book, I was like, when I got to that part, I bust out laughing. Actually, I was like, yo, I can't believe they, they, this motherfucker said all the butlers are based off him. You know, like this is so wild. You some, know, <laughs> like, some Huckleberry Finn type stuff. Man? Oh, oh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> wow. Huckleberry Finn is a, is a, is a, is a bit far. Not Benson. You know, he's, he's a lot better than Benson. Jeffrey? You know? like, yeah, he's not Jeffrey? even Jeffrey. He Jeff- Butler's an ass whooper. I won't, you know, front. This dude's an ass whooper. So he's Alfred. Careful. He's Alfred? Yeah, yeah, he's a badass Alfred. So there why couldn't they get an Alfred instead of uh, this this gentleman? Well, okay, see, this is the thing. And, and like I said, um, generally he's Southeast Asian. But then I was like, um, in the book, the butler has a daughter. And the daughter is... Um, Artemis's companion, and in all the illustrations I've seen of the starter, she looks blonde-haired. You know, I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. cool. In the movie, she's going to be played by a young actress who is biracial, a okay. young black woman, and so is the, it's like these are the things. Are these improvements? Or are these detriments? You know, because before this would be a little blonde-haired girl, and now you have a mm-hmm. young black girl who could be an ass whipper herself, right. who doesn't want to be part of the Butler family as much, mm-hmm. wants to go her own route and carve her own path in the world. Right. So, you know... Well, I would argue the initial premise of, of the Butler being Southeast <laughs> Asian is not... Really no, not a good look either. Good look yeah. either. No, so, no. Yeah. Okay, what is the main point of this, that the, the criminal boy... Trying to help the fairies or whatever. Is yes. that what it is? Yep. Okay. Yeah. And because the butler's f- his protector. I almost said boy. Artemis Fowl in theaters next August 19th. <laughs> and with that, I think we're going to take a quick break. And we'll be right back with more for all nerds now. In Ginger's Everitude next at 11. Hey, I'm Malcolm Lee, director of Night School, and when I'm not directing, writing, and producing, and editing and spending time with my kids, I'm listening to For All Nerds. What's up, everybody? This is Chuck Creekmer, a.k.a. Jigsaw from AllHipHop.com, and when I'm not placing my heavy hand on the world of hip-hop culture, I'm watching For All Nerds. Hey, this is Pamela Ribbon, and when I'm not writing things like My Boyfriend is a Bear or Ralph Breaks the Internet, I am listening to For All Nerds. Hey, this is Kelly Robbins Hicks, executive producer of Random Acts of Blindness, and when I'm not making white people mad as hell, I'm listening to the For All Nerds show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Asante, one-third of the Friend Zone, and when I am not smoking pot or playing Shinobi Striker, I am listening to For All Nerds. Welcome back to the For All Nerds show. As always, make sure you are subscribed on iTunes, on YouTube. Follow us. Check out all that dope footage. Hit us up on the Twitters, on the Instagram, at For All Nerds. You can contribute to the mission at Patreon.com slash For All Nerds. Thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you to everyone. 
Y'all should be getting them shirts. Yes. Them dope ass stickers. Bet I mean fixed everything. I put together <laughs> packages for y'all. Y'all got a, you know, I put in bonus stuff for everyone who is, you know, part of the initial wave of supporters. Yes. Just for y'all. You know, we coming up on, I think, four months now. Yeah. And so, shouts out to everybody. Also, I'm sorry to cut you off. Shouts yep. out to everybody who who increased their pledges. So oh, yes. Or I, what they call uh, patrons. But there's people who started at five was like, let me give y'all 20. So. Yeah. Boom, thank you. Like that matters. Every literally every single dollar matters. And when I say y'all are changing our lives, I am not being like extra about facetious or facetious all that. I'm not do. I'm I'm being so real with you because this money is the money we use to be able to hire camera people, to be able to hire people to help edit the show, to be able to do all the stuff that we never have the time to do but want to make happen for you guys. So thank you so much. Yes, big things coming in 2019. All kind of events. All over the nation. Look for us in your space. Thanks to everyone. Patreon.com slash for all nerds. And, you know, we have a special guest in the house tonight who's been, you know, a little talkative, but not. We got to get some more out here right now. <laughs> hey, yo. In Stephen Harris. Yes, sir. Big artist. Big time. You know, worked, worked on all kind of stuff, all mm-hmm. kind of things. But right now, you have something very personal, very yes. close to your heart. Yes. Yes. Um, we're doing a Kickstarter for our property, uh, Jala. That's um, us is uh, myself and Robert Garrett, mm-hmm. uh, the writer of uh, Jala and co-creator. So we have, we're going to have a Kickstarter. We're going to try and go live either um, uh, Thursday or Friday. But we're doing what, what date? What date? The, the date is date the twenty seventh. Yes, sir. Okay, so twenty eighth or twenty ninth. Okay, so when you November. hear this episode, we'll hear it. When we're hear More it than tomorrow. likely, it'll be live. Yes. yes. All right. Yes. So come on, man. <laughs> That's all hype. right. We, we're here to hype him up. All right, let's all go. Right. All right. We hype man. Yes. <laughs> yes. Go ahead. All right, so we're doing with um first well, is about a young teen based group in current day Harlem who finds out her parents, her mother in particular, was once part of a secret organization. Harlem mm-hmm. World. Harlem. There you go. And uh so she wants to join. As right. she joins, we learn more learn more about her family and the community and the agency, which was founded by her great grandfather in the 1920s, 1930s. Okay. Uh and we also find out about the uh, role of the CSC, which is there to was there to protect and uplift the community. We find about a rival organization called the Quo, which is there to destabilize the community. So we deal with issues of um, <clears throat> current day issues like of gentrification, uh, other um, social justice issues, uh, history mm-hmm. and culture, and um, we deal with uh, action adventure too. A little action adventure in the books. And the ne- this next chapter is going to get a little bit more real. Um, even though it's, it's pretty much for, uh, we, we geared the, the, the book to have young readers. Uh, and even though the next chapter may get a little, little bit more greedy, a little bit more, more real, we want this to be used as a tool uh, to help the youth grapple with those issues. And maybe if they read with their parents, they can ask their parents questions about it. So we'll be, we'll do, we will deal, we'll be dealing with uh, issues like uh, police brutality, uh, more going into housing and gentrification. And uh, some other issues, um, but more a little bit more harder in this, this this next chapter, which will be a double issue, issues five and six, which we'll be putting out um, through this Kickstarter. Nice. And nice. we'll have, and uh, we're gonna try to have something. Uh, if you contribute, uh, we're gonna try to have something special for people who contribute by um, um, Black Comic Book Fest, which is in January. It won't be right. the whole thing won't be ready by then, but we're gonna have some at least a little something special for. The contributors uh, for um, for that time, which is uh, Martin Luther King weekend. Yes, yes, yeah. at, at the okay. Schomburg Center yes. in Harlem. Yes. Oh man, that's gonna be popping yet again, yeah. ain't it? So we man. have new characters coming up. Uh, 
more expanded roles for uh, other characters uh, in this next chapter, and we uh, plan for it to be really good and uh, something you can sink your teeth into. So what? So what can? Can you speak to towards the tears? Like, what is it that if uh, the listeners who are very dedicated mm-hmm. want to contribute and want to uh, yeah. uh, provide to the Kickstarter and pay or donate? There's a word. Donate to the Kickstarter. What do what do they get per? Of course, tier? okay. Of course, we're gonna, we're gonna have a a PDF where they can get digitally mm-hmm. uh, for low, lower tiers. Uh, we're gonna have, um, uh, of course, a tier for the book and maybe. All the, the whole book, the, the collected edition plus the two issues combined. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, we want to have uh, original artwork. If you want original artwork from the book or original commission, that's going to be a tier. Mm-hmm. If you want your uh, likeness to be in the book as a CSC member or a Quo member, oh, we're going to have we can, we can offer that to you. That sounds like a five rack option. I like saying. that option. Five, that sounds five. like a five rack option. The only one no, of us has ever been drawn into a comic because it's been on me. No, you yeah. are too. You're in that same issue. I don't think <laughs> allegedly. I am. allegedly. Allegedly, that's what. <laughs> Uh, what was that? It was Kari. Kari yeah. said that. Allegedly, I'm in that issue. Yeah, I, Kari I, I've Randolph. never seen myself. You she in the background. Like that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, so so that's big time. Yeah, we yeah. want to have uh, maybe even a hardcover edition of everything in there as well. Now, uh, when you say everything, is the complete six complete, issue complete run? Six, yeah, complete six issue run. Okay, yes. cool, cool. Um, that's and, dope. Yeah, I said, yeah, I said uh, original commission, if you mm-hmm. like. So we're going to have all those in there uh, in the in the. In the uh, uh, reward, reward, rewards, rewards. Yeah. Also, where can people get the first collected edition now? Okay, in my basement. No, I'm just <laughs> 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 no, we can go. You can understand, go, bro. Uh, you can go uh, hit me up on uh, um, nsworks.bigcartel.com or uh, exmoorstudios.bigcartel.com okay. or at any show you see us uh, attending. Which next one will be Black Comic Book Fest, and the one after that will be. Um, Black Comics Collective at BAM. I mean, mm. but keep it real with the people out there. Like, people don't understand, like, when we are, like, self-published, when we yeah. are creators, you know, that's how it is. Like, yeah. I know the same thing. Like, when you talk about it in my basement, I have the theworldisyoursbook.com mm-hmm. if you want to check out my children's book. And there's about 500 of them sitting in my basement right now. <laughs> <laughs> See, we, I don't have that. That's I'm, real. I've been we we've been doing print on demand, so they go. Okay. So and, and also because you know you got yeah. a big time audience who's following you and eating up everything you do, flying off the that's, shelves. That's While me, I'm you know over here <sighs> hyping it up every week on the show. <laughs> it's, it's actually a very good book. It really and is, I, but I mean, yeah. so is a challenge. Like these yeah. are both you know, but that's why I'm just letting people know yeah. when you're a creator, when mm-hmm. you're doing this for yourself, it's constant hustle. It's, yeah, constant. Uh, that's why I'm on Facebook, the social medias. Uh, putting up my uh, work up there so people don't forget about me. You know? oh, come on, man. <laughs> you know? Well, I got to do it because it's, it's a constant thing. It's a constant, it's like, like commercials. Mm-hmm. It's commercials, you, may, you may get sick of them, but they're still on anyway. Yeah. So you get sick of them and you'll end up probably giving, giving in and buying something. Yeah. But uh, hopefully my you don't just give up. You hope you see the quality that I put behind the work. I hope to see the quality that Rob puts in, in his writing right, right. Uh, in the books as well. You put a lot into this. So I'm, I'm interested to know from you, what do you think the industry is missing right now? Industry is it's, well, it's getting to what it needs. Um, you see it more. You see more what it needs in in the side the, the size of the industry, mm-hmm. uh, meaning not the mainstream. Um, it needs um, still not just more people of color, but more stories that are based in their culture, boasting in experiences, not just people who happen to be, mm-hmm. not just people who just uh, can be flipped from white black. Asian to whatever. Right. I mean, I think we, we see uh, more of a 3D representation of who we are, whether for from the north, the south, overseas, 
or um, yeah. the West Coast. You know, what what makes us us? What are, what are our nuances? And yeah. I think some of that needs to be in the, in the books. Uh, uh, and I wouldn't I mean my 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 thing is like sci-fi, giant robots, and you know. So I, that's why I want to create these stories. So I mean, with us, but with our nuances, even if they're in the ultra reality, future, universe, galactic space, whatever. Yeah. Um, it may not be our nuance. It may be something I got to make up, but. Uh, May, or maybe it may have our nuances. You know, it's, yeah. it's up to you. But just bring yourself into the into the property, because uh, people want to be different. But just bring what you have to the table, and, not, and stop trying to be like anybody else. Maybe you want to look at people who are doing stuff that you like and have a professional quality, but still don't don't shy away from who you are and put that in the book. Right. That's what's up. Mm. Mm-hmm. I like what you said just there mm-hmm. about, especially about you know bringing your own voice and not just having. Like you said, even though I'm a fan of characters, I, I feel like as long as the characters, it doesn't interfere with their origin or something. I feel right. like you should be able to flip any character, you know, because most characters aren't based in race, mm-hmm. but then it, or based in culture even. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just whatever. So, but I also like characters who bring a specific culture to the forefront yeah. and showcase the variety of stories that we have right. to tell. I can't say I, I don't like people who I mean a, a black version of because I've done a few black versions of <laughs> <laughs> you know so I'm not saying I will never say d- d- this or that do both yep. both and because mm-hmm. the people who are out there who like both yep. and I'm not gonna and it's, it's a false pot no, a false um, a false choice false choice okay yeah uh, uh, um, so just I think don't shy away from who you are and just and see what a black version of would look like mm-hmm. and just add what you think would, would add to it yeah and I always think that story like should be told too. Like, mm-hmm. what is the black Superman? What would right. that mean if Superman yeah. was black? Mm-hmm. Not just making Superman black. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I feel like they never even did that with like Green Lantern, right? Nobody's like, yo, dude, you got. It was just like his skin color changed, but none of the I know, his but it's like, did. come on, for real, you know, people would be like, Negro with no, their green, look, that powerful, bro. Nah. John Stewart ain't nobody. You just look at John. Every time I see the, the Justice League first cartoon, I look at John Stewart. I'm like, I wouldn't ask him no questions either. That black man. <laughs> <laughs> he looking at you like with a ring. I'm like, all right, John. John, what do you think we should do, <laughs> John? Like, man, all the time. But I remember when he was done dirty when um, before Mosaic. Oh yeah, because he he blew up. He was arrogant. He made him arrogant, and he uh, caused the destruction of a planet. Yeah, and uh, it was was a book called Cosmic Odyssey. Mm -hmm. I think it was drawn by Mac Mignola. Yep, and then he just drew just went crazy because because of that incident that happened, and, and you have Mosaic. I didn't even like Mosaic, but people always go back to it like it was really dope. I never read it myself. Oh, I, mean, I read like the first three, and I was like, nah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not me, not but but John Stewart really was saved by the cartoon. That's yes. what saved John yeah. Stewart yeah. as a character, as yeah. everything. It pretty much defined him for everyone is that cartoon. Yeah, definitely. His writing God got for way it. better like when Grant Morrison took over Green Lantern. Oh, hell when, yeah. When they started yeah. like the War mm-hmm. of Light. Like that, like yeah. he really stepped up and gained probably some of the swag or mm. the drip, as the kids are saying now. The drip, the drip of the John Stewart and the Justice. Yeah, actually oh. wearing a little bit of drip right now. Is that is that like a piece of group or something? What is that on you? That should look like a chakra. Yeah. Oh, it's oh, it's, it's heard oh, like, up. I thought that was, was on my chin. He got an infinity <laughs> stone. <laughs> no, you're the champion. This is my wife. She makes this. She makes jewelry. Oh, nice. yeah, so you have vorticocyte, nice. citrine, and tigers, tigers, tiger. What do those mean? What do those mean for you? And well, it, overall, it's a protection piece that she did. Mm. Oh. Uh, so um, that's what it is, and she does she does jewelry. Um, I have another piece where it's um, crystal and uh, um, what is it? Um, turquoise. 
that I wear as well. And so she, her, she, she Healing uses, stones. She, yeah, she has rock, uh, stones, whether it's uh, uncut rubies or any or any other stone um, that I can't think of right Opal, now. Opal. Uh, maybe, maybe some, she uh, got a store? Gemstone, emerald. Oh, site? Yeah, she has a site. Um, was it amaspiritartist.com? Okay. Chris, I, I know you know some stones. Arma. You out here looking Arma. like. A-M-A spirit artist. <laughs> Amma. Yeah, A-M-A spiritartist.com. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. And one last time, we'll, no, we'll get back to that because before yeah. you know we get you out of here, we have to do the rap segments. Oh boy! Yes. <laughs> oh boy! But this I is mean, quick rap stuff. Yeah, this quick, quick raps, raps. You know, updated. Yeah, updated. Digitally remastered. Remix. <laughs> Live action version. Hyper fighting. <laughs> <laughs> and you know the one that seems to be not so difficult for certain listeners these days: Luke Cage or Black Panther? Jesus. Jesus. Black Panther. Diblick. Okay. Yeah. Quick, fast. Diblick. Yeah. Um. Lex Luthor or Doctor Doom? Got what I said last time. I'd say, oh gosh, I guess Doctor Doom. You guess? I think Doctor Doom. <laughs> Doctor Doom would be yeah. so disappointed in that one. We probably, well, probably have you murdered. Well, a, do not that. make Doom a second option. Yeah, Doom is no man's second choice. That's bro. a good point. But top two, and I ain't number two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. What do we got next? I'll ask it. Metropolis or Gotham? Mm. Metropolis, God, I'm, no, Metropolis. <laughs> I like, I like the sun. <laughs> I like the sun, even though Gotham is New York, but it's not New York. No, it's like Chicago, it's in Delaware, bro. It's like the Bronx. Delaware, no, it's it's, it's, well, it's, it's, it's physical location. <laughs> but, but it's like outside of Delaware. I was just in Delaware, this week. but it's, it's like a combination <laughs> of Chicago and New York, and Delaware. it's in Delaware, bro. It's like, and to me, Metropolis was like San Fran. Gotham yeah. is like the if, if the Bronx was all of New York. Damn. <laughs> Like nah, nope. Chris, they talking bars. about your place, yo. I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> but he ain't got nothing to say because he knows it's real. No, nah, all of them fight. I'm not saying shit. <laughs> nope. That's why I don't go there. Uh, <laughs> if the Bronx. <laughs> It's like picture time. love and stadium, but just a whole city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh, uh, let me see if there's a, a <laughs> picture like two twenty fifth, like whatever. When the numbers just get ridiculous. The national, the national anthem is Dipset. <laughs> Cardi B is the mayor. <laughs> Commissioner Cardi. Um, <laughs> uh, this one's good. Judge Dredd or Judge Judy? <laughs> Oh, the $147 million woman Judge Judy. Yes. Highest paid TV host in 2018. Yep. Oh, I've, yeah. Yep. I'm just saying, but yeah. I am the law. <laughs> you know? It's, 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 it's so bad. I like the Carl Urban version. Yeah. I haven't really re- uh, read Judge Dredd, but I have a couple of issues of it. But I'll take Judge Dredd. Dredd? I don't, I don't yeah. like Judge Judy. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. Damn. She don't what? like you neither. What judge you? She, she don't need to. Oh, 147 million. <laughs> he said she got 147 million. Reason why she don't give up. Yeah, Star um, Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Ooh, hmm. that was quick. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's all right or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we got Mandalorian dropping. I mean, shit is looking. Star Wars changed my life, man. We talk about it. I was in the, th- yeah, I was in the theaters when I saw that one. Yeah. How did it change your life? Cause um, I was drawing, I was drawing at the time still, but I started drawing spaceships. That got me into space operas, oh. and the, the science fiction, sci-fi. I love the X-wing fighter. Yeah, I, I do. I have always loved I, the X-wing. I, I, love I think the that's X-wing the best fighter. fighter. Yeah, yeah. The, the best ship. Is crazy design. Yeah. Um, that and uh, whose ship I really like. I like the Y-wing too, but I really like the X-wing fighter. 
I like Boba Fett's weird ass ship. That 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 uh, reflective silver ship is that what's a fancy ship? Oh yeah, no, that was, shit was buttery. That shit is, that that shit was, is so right. buttery. That was, that was, that was uh, like the best part of was the prequels. That, that yeah, that, that, that ship was, was fucking trick. when it landed in the desert and you could see the reflection. <laughs> like, what? Like space Bugatti for real. <laughs> yeah. Um, favorite Wesley Snipes movie. Ah, uh, remember I said I remember last time I said this. Um, I gave I liked Blade. I love Blade. Yep. But I gave a special. Uh, Shout out to Art of War. And wow. you still haven't seen that, right? And I think you're the only person who's yeah. ever said that one. <laughs> and I'm just like, ha, ha, ha. I'm like the, the, you know, the strug emoji. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, me too. That's, ooh, yeah. I'm, yeah, all right. Yeah, I'll, I'll start to look that up. Comic books or hip-hop, one gotta go. See, that's messed up. That's messed <laughs> up. And I did, I, I, last time I said it, for the culture, I'll sacrifice comics. Mm. For, I mean, for hip-hop. Right, jo- yeah, no, for hip-hop. For hip hop, wow, wow, yeah, that's uh, very selfless of you. Mm. Very, uh, I know it's not gonna happen, so I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't gonna have, I got my protection stone. Hey, ain't no cheating. <laughs> hey, we don't stop all this cheating tonight. Y'all Infinity, Infinity Stone cannot harm yeah, me. I got tigers on. Y'all know I'm, I'm more of a house head, but I, I, I will sacrifice comments for hip-hop. My man got the Infinity Protection Stone. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hip-hop is it's gonna go I have right Adam Warlock crushed into a million pieces in my chain. Because we're um, always going to be telling stories, so I'm more of a storyteller. So I'll draw, draw stories. Who was your first geek crush? Wow. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Oh God! I don't, mm. Oh, the mighty ISIS. You gotta explain oh, that. Yeah, y'all the mighty. Okay, y'all. Okay, man, That's, he got hype I on us. <laughs> no, I to give you the blink. This man ain't been hype no. on his own Kickstarter. No. He got hype. On- you know, y'all got <laughs> Google. Google the mighty ISIS. Okay, a Saturday morning Should I TV show. Should? Saturday morning TV show. The the, the mighty ISIS uh, came on in the seventies. Wow. Okay, so first yeah. of all, first of all, yeah, age I'm, difference. I know. Yeah, first of all, I was. Uh, I thought not you might have heard Yo, Steve, not memory. Uh, it's looking very. Um, what was the? What was the? What was the? Uh, what was the movie uh, that came out that everybody ripped? The, the the whitewashed Egyptian movie. But yeah. e- was it called Exodus? What was it called? No, Exodus. That's, not, that's the no, ISIS from the comic book. No TV show. Yeah, okay. that's well, not. That's she was still white. The mighty ISIS. Yeah, she was still white. Yeah, she was still white. I'm ISIS sorry. looked like Anastasia. I bro. saw the car- the cartoon. <laughs> I'm like, oh, cool. Then I see her. I'm like, oh. Yeah, that was my first. I think I, mighty, I, was it was it based off of the comic? Only because I heard Probably. ISIS and thought something totally different. I wish like I was Winnie from a Wonder Years. But we're not getting on. That was your first geek crush. Yeah, I was just, that was before I was woke. Superhero. You was woke. I'm just trolling. I'm just trolling. But yo, wait, wait. So the Mighty ISIS was a superhero TV show. Yeah. Was she like a like a Wonder Woman type? Yeah, something like that. So she would transform into the. She was like a you no. Know, like I think it's an archaeologist or something like that by by day. So was she was she based on the DC characters? Is, is, I don't think so. Could the DC characters pretty much the same thing? It's it like, could have been. It's it like the Shazam. It, it, it could have been. Yeah, the ISIS. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, that's the truth. The ISIS and the DC is Black Adam's woman. Yeah, because it was that and like the, the cross she looks superheroes. like the um the predecessor to uh, Xena. Yeah, mm. I'm not even trying to stroll. Yeah. Like I'm like no, it's like it might be. It could have been. I don't Lucy Lawless. Xena was um. That was over the top stuff. That was over, over the top I mean, stuff. Yeah. All right. Let's not, let's not, let's not slander Zena. Like, well, this one might be. Well, my, my wife and daughter are big fans of Zena. Yeah. I'm about to say, I fucks with Zena. Don't yeah. talk about Zena. Yeah. All right. Well, this will probably be a little different. What character death hurts you the most? All right. Last time I was here, I said um, Hinata from Naruto. Yeah. But then again, I've remembered that um, I just watched Higher Learning. 
Ooh. Oh. And uh, Tyra Banks's death was like Deja. Ain't that Deja. Deja. <laughs> yeah. Deja. Yeah. Really? That, that. No. But you know what had me like ball in the theaters? Malcolm X's death. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Mm. That yeah, that hurt. Me. But it was. It, it, I mean, these aren't comic book or, or geek characters, but some no, not. All just, counts. But okay. all counts. Character. Okay. Yeah. Deja. Yeah. Deja definitely counts. So that's what I, I was doing that for the Michelle Michelle mission for um, Lennon them. Mm. Oh Vincent. yeah. Yeah. And the, yeah, that that when I saw that, I said, "Oh gosh, that's horrible." <laughs> Deja, wow, um, you're nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's his best role ever. That's <laughs> the one I give him credit for. You're nothing. You're nothing. <laughs> Michael Rappaport was feeling that joint a little too much, perhaps. And he's also feeling that black car people gave him. Yeah. Ooh, oh, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, all right. Anytime, Shame. any place, anywhere. All right, word up. If you could have any one superpower, what would it be? Oh, goodness. Um. I'll say flight. All right. There we go. All right. Sir, you have survived the BRAP segment. So, you know, before we move on, please let our listeners know where this Kickstarter is at, how they can support, what else you got coming up, all that good stuff. All right. We don't have a, a link yet, but just... Um, Get hyped like you were hyped for Mighty Isis, bro. Yeah. <laughs> We don't have a link yet, but <laughs> there it is. There it is. But the yo, ramp hands and everything. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, check out just uh, search for Ajala A J A L A on Kickstarter. Uh, we will provide the link on on the, the social media platforms. Um, What's your Twitter? Twitter is N Stephen H. No N Stephen Harris at Twitter at N Stephen Harris. Yep. Uh, Tumblr is at Stephen H. Yep. No at Stephen Harris. Stephen Harris. Okay. Tumblr is at Stephen H. At Stephen H. I gotta get these, oh my God. I, gotta, I get these platforms right. You man. really do. You really uh, see, that's, why I, that's why I can't get hyped because I make too many mistakes. No, but you gotta I, get you gotta get hype and deliver the goods. All right. Your name is N. Stephen Harris. Stephen. Google this man, N. Stephen Harris. <laughs> Google Ajala, A-J-A-L-A. Yes. Michael Cray. Everyone's talking about it. Big hit out right now. Volume 2 dropping next year. Yes. Yes. All kind of things yes. popping. Yes, popping. And, and I got some other 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 things that work in the works uh, for next year. Hopefully they, they all land. Uh, and um, I'll let you know about that as they come. But uh, for now, check out Ajala, A-J, ALA on Kickstarter. Search for that uh, come this week, November 28th or 29th. There you go. All right. All right. And we'll be dropping more on our Twitter at For All Nerds so you can make Appreciate sure you, you know guys. about it. Come on, man. You know that. You know how we for do. For culture, man. Yeah, for the... Oh, wait. We're not saying that word. Okay. We got, the... we got to come up with a new <laughs> phrase. Yeah, you got, yeah. Brother Chris says no more for the culture. No more for culture in 2019. That's done. That's out. That's out. That's out. New phrase time. Yeah, I got folks. 31... Plus some odd days left. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Keep saying for the culture in 2018. It's out for 2019. Okay, that's the last time. All right, done. And, you know, as we move on with this show, speaking of our Twitter, at For All Nerds, or Instagram, at For All Nerds, where you'll be able to find out more Mm -hmm. about Ajala, Mm -hmm. we also accept questions for this next segment that we like to call the Geekly, the Geekly Asked. Questions. All right. The guac is extra. I hate it. Yes. Where we answer each and every listener question. And if you are a Not supporter. But if, you're a supporter <laughs> but if you're a supporter at patreon.com uh-huh. slash for all nerds, you get a question every month and you can ask 
anything. So what do we have up first tonight? Up first comes from No One Two Fifteen. They write, "In memory of Stan the Man, what was your favorite Stan Lee MCU cameo?" All right, um, I'm gonna throw a curveball on this one and say the video game Spider-Man, because his cameo in that is so damn fire, and it just because this is even before he passed away and. I guess, can I just do spoilers on this? I mean, the game's been out. It's not really like... It, it, it's in the first act of the game. Yeah, like, yeah. it's, it's not so that early. And it's not really... It's if not, it's early, then it's the game's been out almost two months. Like, All right, so more just that. plug your ears for the next two yeah, seconds. Yeah, and it's not really a spoiler for the story anyway. But anyway, Peter and Mary Jane are having um, dinner in a pizza shop, which I think is named after Ditko, right? I think I so, I think the yeah. pizza shop is named after Steve Ditko, Ditko the yeah. artist... And he was rude, by the way, when we met him. But anyway, no, that's not Steve Ditko. That's not Steve <laughs> oh, Ditko. Okay. That, no, Steve has passed away at that point. That is, okay. um, <laughs> you know, what I'm talking that about that is Starenko. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, who, who, God. I'm sorry. Starenko's a wild boy. We anyway, all know that. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the ghost of Steve Ditko is not approved of this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. not approved of the slander. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. And so anyway, Stanley. Um, you know, Peter and Mary are having dinner at the pizzeria, and then they get up to leave, and you see that Stan Lee is, like, working at the pizza shop and cleaning up, you know, them, and he's like, y'all were always two were my favorite together. Oh, my heart. Yeah. So I, 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 it, it hit me even then. I was just like, wow. And this was, was before he passed. So. Yeah, and it was just dope, you know, because, like, he created them, and it's like, you know, but he loved because. It's a moment where Peter and Mary Jane are trying to work out their differences. Right. And so, so he's like, I loved you two together. I even always more loved, in the feels. Yeah, he's like, I always loved you two together, you know, and it's like. Um, I like, honestly, every single last cameo, I love it. Yes. Maybe one of my more favorite ones would be, was it in Guardians or was it in Thor? When they were, maybe Thor, when they were jumping, they were doing all of the the hops through space. Like they were um, um, doing oh, all the, the time watcher. hops. Oh, the Watcher, that's a... Uh, they were doing all the hops Guardians? through space, yeah. and at one point they went over the the Watchers planet yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And I forgot what Stan had, was saying to the Watchers, but then it kind of put two and two two and two together for you. Like, oh, this makes sense why he appears yeah. in every Everything. movie, is in every place, and is every uh, has every job because he's technically a Watcher. So I I, I felt that that immortalized him even more, mm-hmm. so that even with you know, and this was before, but even with his passing, you would you would know he's always there no matter what. Mm. I was going to say that, so I will pivot. <laughs> and um, I will say his appearance on season one, episode one of The Gifted. Mm. So it's similar, kind of similar to the video game, but I believe he's coming out of a, they're trying to go into a restaurant to meet up with people yeah. like have secret clandestine mutant meetings where they're trying to figure the underground. And he comes out and he and he says something about, I believe, the food or something like that, like and when he's meeting him. Like the food's terrible. And that, and, um, when we were speaking to the producers last year at Comic-Con, he was saying how he was such a fan and that cemented their show to have Stan Lee make a cameo on a TV show mm-hmm. and they worked to make it happen because you know at the time he wasn't as mobile and he was mm-hmm. just doing certain things, but he was able to make it happen for them. So the fact that he gave his blessing by being a cameo on the first ever show, you don't see him ever again in ever. the series, mm-hmm. but he just, season one, episode one, the pilot of a show, and he makes an appearance. Mm. I just thought that that's different. Mm. So I mm. like that. Mm. What about you, Steven? I don't. I guess I don't know. I mean, like, there's so many of them. Uh, the only one that comes to mind is Tony Stank. 
That was good. Totally stank. I like that. Yeah. Uh, this is this is related. Uh, Urban Gaijin thirteen writes: With Stanley's passing, do you think the future Marvel movies will make tributes to Stan to substitute for his cameos? Yes. Yeah, of course. I think it's just going to be. It's like Deadpool when they had the bust of him and then yeah. they knocked over the bust. Yeah. Um, like stuff like that. I feel like it's just going to be a running gag where it's like or like, pictures, uh, right. old video, just footage. like on Seinfeld. Uh, Seinfeld always had a Superman, Superman yeah. in every episode. In every episode. Yeah. Oh, I know that. Yeah, oh, yeah every, in episode. every episode. He's a he's a super stan. Super stan. So he Superman. had a, yeah. a figurine or something of Superman in every episode. There's a figurine on his shelf. Mm-hmm. His, there's a magnet on his refrigerator. Oh. Yeah, right. So all, you always all, see something. You always see. No matter Superman. what, you'll see Superman in an episode of Seinfeld. I feel like that's what it's going to be. With yeah. All right. Guaranteed. The next question. Oh, I like this question. It comes from Cal Rogue. They write, "Hopefully, you guys can settle a discussion with me that my cousin and I were discussing on Thanksgiving." So we know that each gaming console has their star poster child. Mm. Nintendo has Mario. Sega has Sonic, and Xbox has Master Chief. Debatable. Who would yeah. be PlayStation's star child? I, Cal Rogue, believe it's Crash Bandicoot, <laughs> while his cousin believes it's Spiral the Dragon. I'm also up for other thoughts as well. Help us settle this debate, please. Mm. Mm. If this was... I, I'm- 15 years ago, it was I said 15 Crash years ago, I say Crash. But I wouldn't even say I either nev- of those I would never right say... Now. No, I would absolutely say Crash. Crash was 15 huge. years ago. Yes. Yeah, right now? Right now... I must say, this is what I think historically. Um, when I, the first thought I think of when I think of PlayStation is Lara Croft. Mm-hmm. Now I know she went multi-platform. Yeah, but early in the early game, in the with, game, no, it with was no features, she went multi-platform yeah. with no features, yeah. right? But, um, <laughs> but when when you first think of the polygonal Sony yeah. PlayStation, it's her and and, and it's Cloud and from Cloud Strife. I think of Resident Evil too, but none of them people have names, uh, uh, or I don't Chris? remember them. Valentine. Chris is his name, right? Chris is one of them. Valentine. Uh, what's the face? Uh, I can't. Oh, the woman. That's what I the, think of the blonde-haired woman. The blonde-haired dude. I, I'm not even. I'm not even joking. I think his name is Chris. I but think I think of, it's, I don't know. It's the first one. Yeah, Resident Evil. That's that defines PlayStation for me. It's like seeing that Resident first Resident Evil. Evil and being like, oh shit. Yeah, it's like when they had because uh, <laughs> Jill Valentine. Yeah, the, yeah, and me getting murdered over and over right. again with her. Um, <laughs> yeah, if this was if this was the '90s or you know late '90s, whatever '99 to '2000s, I would still say Crash for sure because yeah. Crash, Crash was heavy in the marketing and, and trying Crash, to beat up on Nintendo and Crash stayed like physically trying to beat up Sonic yeah. and all that stuff. And you, mm-hmm. you know, they, they were always, oh, I'm the yeah. I'm the Generation X bad yeah. boy, whatever. Ooh. I would never have said Spyro. Like Spyro no. was cute, but yeah. I would never say that was a flagship. Your cousin is really struggling with that argument. Ooh, I hmm. what? Uh, Kazuya, Kazuya from um, Tekken. From Tekken? See, yeah, that, to me, that's another, that's like, 10, devil. 15 years ago. Oh, de- yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Like, yeah, they but when really it started, definitely those were the ones. But Tekken, you also saw in arcades, so I didn't yeah. really think of that as PlayStation. Rayman? <laughs> Rayman, oh, The struggle is real. Parappa the Rapper? Oh, oh, I love Rapper. But I th- wasn't he on Nintendo? No Slender, no Slender. No, Rapper was uh, PlayStation. I'm just, I'm just looking through. his first appearance was on PlayStation? Wait, who did he say was, he, who did he say was Sega's mascot? 
Sonic. You said Sonic, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. That's, that's, that's straight up. No, that's, that's straight up. What about yeah. Bonk for uh, TurboGrafx? It's nobody in Oh, Bonk. Bonk. Yes. yes. It's I definitely Bonk. Nobody has TurboGrafx. See, the problem with... I remember... The problem no, I played Bonk. Thank you. The reason I am why this is so yes. difficult Graphics is because there shit. has never been one character that through the span of, of these 30 years or whatever of PlayStation or 40, whatever years of PlayStation. Is it 30 no, years? No, no, 90s. Only like... 20, okay, whatever. Or... The point is, during this span of the lifespan of this brand, there's never been one character to represent it. No. Like Nintendo has Mario. Mario like yeah. Nintendo right. has... They don't have a mascot. But yeah. lowest of keys, it could be Spider-Man. Right now? Lowest right now? No, oh, because, but even going back. The movie, don't even they, going all back. The, the games, yes, the games were trash, but... Not that Spider-Man they, he's always He's mm-hmm. always... Been on their platform. Yes, and Spider-Man Two like made a, me buy a, a PlayStation, whatever, whatever PlayStation yeah. that was, like that, whatever maximum card that PlayStation I feel like that was on a Ooh. different Ooh. one. Ooh. But um, I feel like that was on Twisted multi- Metal. Twisted Metal. Ooh. Well, yeah, oh. whatever the clown's name was, Twisted that metal. became a thing. Oh, oh um, that the ice cream truck from Twisted Metal was Mortal Kombat. Was Mortal Kombat on PlayStation first? Mortal Kombat was that on PlayStation first? It was definitely was on no damn Nintendo nor Sega. Uh, no, I think it was Sega. I think it was Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat? Sega, yeah. Cause Cause oh, you the, right. Because Street Fighter was on Nintendo and yeah, and I Mortal Kombat was on Sega. Sega. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that, that does bring right. up an interesting point that they don't have a mascot. No, they don't. They don't have a mascot. Do they what need one now? No. They don't really need Obviously one, not. but it's like, yeah, Crash. Because Crash went to oh, well, Nintendo. Okay, okay, um... Boy. Um, Atreus and... Uh, well, now it's Atreus and... Uh, but Kratos... Kratos. Kratos, okay. Kratos, Kratos. is in contention yes, for, Kratos for the mascot. Yes, Kratos is definitely in contention. Because he's, he's been consistent. Consistent. And he's made many a person buy I give you Kratos. I yeah, give you Kratos. Because Kratos hasn't appeared on any other platform like that. So, no. Kyle Rogue, if you're talking about nowadays, I would say Kratos. Yeah, I, mean, I can't believe you brought up. But your, your cousin losing with yeah, uh, Spyro. Yeah, I know Spyro, dude. And Crash Bandicoot is even a struggle. Because for all that shit he popped, he took a major L. <laughs> <laughs> Like he popped dude. all that shit, this and Sonic and Mario and Link are still rolling, and that dude yeah. is nowhere to be found. They, yeah. I thought they tried like, to bring him back, but that I didn't think happen. so. But ain't nobody give a damn. Um, <laughs> next up, and I apologize if I said I apologize if I said your at name wrong. Uh, Arakian, 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 aka the Silver Surfer, the Silver Net Surfer, the Silver Net Surfer, aka Doctor Jace Scholes. A.K.A. the George Jefferson of superhero dry cleaning. A.K.A. Okay. Which one of the is more powerful? <laughs> the question, I'm not reading the last the one. Ah. I'm not reading the last one. Which one is more powerful? The Infinity Gauntlet. I don't even get it. Oh, yeah. The Infinity Gauntlet or Dark Phoenix. Before you answer, remember this. In X-Men Dark Phoenix Saga, Dark Phoenix trapped Thor in Asgard, locked Doctor Strange in another dimension, and put up a barrier to keep the Silver Surfer from entering back into Earth's orbit so none of them can interfere with her plans for destruction. So the question again is, which one is more powerful, Infinity Gauntlet or Dark Phoenix? My question for all those AKAs is, uh, when did that happen? Was that the cartoon Dark Phoenix Saga? Cause, yeah, I don't know when that happened. Yeah, okay, thank you. Y'all wondering when did that get retconned in? Was the cartoon X Men Dark Phoenix? Did First that of happen all, in Fox it? stopped showing the cartoon, but it's but like no, Fox but they did do the dark. Around. They did. They do did, it. but then they were jumping around episodes. So oh, I don't okay. know. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know if they did. Doctor Doom up in Silver Surfer. Yeah, and lots of yeah. I don't know that didn't are in the original X Men comic. Not that did the not Dark Phoenix I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> well, actually, yeah. Um, but let's just go with if we ooh see if we go. with this that 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 definitely wasn't the movies. The Darth Vader's movie has been terrible both times. Um, About to be terrible for the third time. Third time. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, 
I'm, I mean, honestly, bro, or, or, or honestly, folks listening, I, I got to go with Infinity Gauntlet. This is like not even a question for me. I There's agree. not even. Dark Phoenix is dumb powerful. Phoenix yeah. Force is powerful. Thanos wasn't even stronger than the gauntlet itself. Right. The dark, dark Phoenix is like a, a entity. Like yeah, it it's is. an entity that spans time. But I never seen the Dark Phoenix destroy a whole universe no, and it, with a snap of the finger. Right. Like, I just, I'm just saying. And in fact, I'll even do a hot take. I think the Cosmic Cube is stronger than the Dark Phoenix. Yeah, and when we go up against the, when we go comic wise in the original Infinity War comic and Infinity Gauntlet comic when. I mean, everyone went up. Dark Phoenix wasn't there, but like Galactus, Eternity, the Living Tribunal, um, uh, Chaos and Order, Eon, all these great galactical, the Celestials, all came up against Galactus, and he, I mean, against Thanos, Thanos and he and scrubbed them all. I read the book, okay? <laughs> elves, all elves, no problem. And, and here's the biggest thing. Here's fight. the most underrated part of that elf. <laughs> That's the funniest book. To, to, make, so to make it a sport, he did not use the mind gem in that entire fight just to impress death. Just to impress death, he said, yo, I'm going to give them a 10% chance or like a a whatever percent chance. I'm going to decrease my parallel. He called his shot and said, I'm not going to read your mind to figure out what you're doing. Just do what you do. I'm going to use five. He used five stones. Five five stones. He only used five stones because the sixth stone got stuck. I'm going to chill. I'm going to chill. And waxed him, so I'm sorry. The sixth stone is non-existent. The Phoenix Force has done a lot of wild stuff in the comics, but no, the Phoenix Force is just yet another one of those celestial beings yeah, like that's you know gonna like get, that's Eon, gonna get, like Galactus it's going to take the big L the like, big L no, and, and not to mention the phoenix itself she's not stupid like yeah. she's on the other side of the wh- whatever yeah. when that's going on yeah. like, she'll even be like yeah I'll yeah, be I'm back good. I'm good. I'll see you next millennium yeah, cuz I'm good yeah y'all let me this. know when this is done and I'll yeah. come burn the universe then infinity yeah. fade one dark phoenix right. Right. yeah no no um, I'm sorry I keep laughing every time I think about the I keep thinking about dumbass nebula she's so dumb <laughs> she's so <laughs> fucking stupid why are you running why <laughs> so are you dumb. running it's oh. like, why did you write her like that? But please anyway. don't let them. Please don't do that in this sequel. What Jesus. they did, um, motherfuckers think they did Nebula. And they think they did Gamora, bad boy. Ooh, yeah. Jesus. Okay, this next question. This is real life. Comes from Jay Bradford. <laughs> Jay hey, Bradford. Real, these questions have been real life. So this, yes. Yeah. This is real, real, real life. All right. This is like. Jay writes. There we go. <laughs> Okay, I've been working for this financial company for a year now, and I was recently promoted as a result of the training program. I trained in Mississippi, M-I-S-S, okay, where I lived for the past 10 years, but I've been relocated to Louisiana, where I grew up. The office I'm in is in such bad shape, and I don't think I could ever turn it around, not to mention a large portion of my salary comes from how well the branch is running. I feel like I'm in a lose-lose situation. Should I quit? Yeah, see what I mean? We just gave her way too much information. Somebody, they might be a fan of the show. Facts. So we're just going to call you <laughs> Jay. Yeah, it could be all over real quick. Jay, the man in black. Losing yeah. in Louisiana. Yeah. <laughs> Lost right. in Louisiana. We call that losing in Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah. All right. They're losing in Louisiana. Should, should losing in Louisiana quit? I don't know, man. You got the upgrade on the pay. Is there insurance? You know, (laughs) how are the benefits with this job? These are all questions. What I would say is, and this is sounds like it's banking, right? Mm -hmm. It sounds like it's banking more than less. um, I'm using my or big financial institution, big big financial energy, as I would like to say. Um, 
You need to figure out your KPIs or key performance indicators for those who don't know based on what does success look like in your job. And you need to know that ASAP. So once you know those KPIs, you measure it against what the capabilities of that office are to see how far off you are. Now, if, if I'm your exec, and I gave you a, a pay raise and I bumped you and I sent you back to your home state to to elevate this current branch up to standards or past that. Right. This is what you're getting paid for. Right. And I'm, I'm not trying to be callous, but I'm talking to you as corporate America, for, live in the heart of corporate America, Wall Street, New York. I'm yes. letting you know that's what they paid you for. So if they're paying you for that return on their investment and for that increase in productivity you got to make it happen or at least set goals that you can meet and exceed and confirm that with your higher ups so that everybody's on the same page set monthly milestones to get there because bro if you are who you say you are you can at least get it now if you feel like there's other factors that's hindering you from making that making any type of progress you need to get it out of the way and if you think whether systematically resource wise or anything that you're just behind the eight ball do what you can to change it and if it's still not then yeah get on linkedin and start um start uh Mm -hmm. looking but do believe they're going to ask you if you're going to go into linkedin with that manager role or whatever role you got why'd you leave your last job Mm -hmm. you better have your lie tight Mm -hmm. you better have your lie tight because do believe you go into that next role, and I speak from experience, you go into those next roles, they're going to expect the same thing your employer is expecting. Yeah. So I, I think it's the time for you, maybe you read some books on management, maybe you do some things and, and or talk to a mentor or something, but that thing need that uh that branch needs to get back up to snuff, bro. You mm. need to eat them Scooby snacks, man. But <laughs> what I want to also add is... Despite how terrible the situation may may look, there are incremental things you can do to create change. Mm -hmm. So even if you feel like, oh, it's not the biggest change, it is still a change. Some change is better than no change. Mm. And start small. You would be surprised how much these small changes snowball. Mm. It it happens when when people are trying to fix their credit, when you're trying to save money, whenever you're trying to do. Do a little bit at a time and keep doing it consistently and start adding on. Also, I would also suggest that you create some alliances within this new branch that you're in. Mm-hmm. Not every single, like you said, it's ter- it was a terrible situation down there, but there's got to be someone down there that's like, bro, I want a better life for myself. Mm-hmm. And grab that person, hold on to that person because you can't do it by yourself because it seems more so like, I don't think it's you not feeling like you, don't, you can't do it. You may be feeling alone. Yep. And mm-hmm. you're not so much alone when you really reach out. You'd be surprised. Have a conversation with some of these people because if you're the manager, you're going to have to have these conversations. Have these conversations with these people and be like, look, what do you need? What would make your life better? What would make this better? And you'd be surprised how they may say something that for you as a manager may actually be a simple fix. And then you keep building up on that. Mm. People want that. People want that too. Like it's it's and I think also to your point, he also has to make sure he's building those bonds. Like you said, find those alliances and build those bonds. Cause how many times we've been in offices and people will talk shit, talk shit, talk shit, lament about their life and yeah. what the working working um like their working conditions and how it could be better. But how many of them actually go to the people that they feel like could change it and make a suggestion. Right. Now, it's one thing if you make those suggestions and shit still don't happen, right. then the frustration sets in. But closed mouth don't get fed. But sometimes those who want to get fed need to know where they can eat. Mm. You are the location for the food, for their rejuvenation in that job. So 
You know, I, I think you I think it's normal to be flustered and frustrated and, and think a situation is bleak, but this is where the cream rises to the top. Mm. So just make do everything in your power. Walk away. If you're gonna walk away, walk away saying, I really did everything that yes, I could I do. I tried. And let me uh add one last thing to that. It's something that I heard today. I was talking to my brother Hawaiian Mike. And oh, yeah. shout to Hawaiian Mike. Yeah, you that's know. that's a that's a that's a name, bro. That's you know, a guy. You know, that's, that's a guy. guy. That's a, that's a, that's a brother, <laughs> that's a guy. You know? He wouldn't know Hawaiian Mike. Oh, you know I know Hawaiian Mike. I know Hawaiian Mike. Patriana knows Hawaiian Mike. Oh, you gotta tell me about this. Oh yeah, Mike. Hawaiian Mike is a good person. It's a natural to know. brother, yo. Yeah, yeah. real yeah. good brother. Real good brother. Check out his podcast. Yeah, check out his podcast. But yeah, everything is happening in Hawaii, bro. Hawaii Mike. But we were speaking. And we were th- NFS bro. And I was talking to him about writing, and I was saying, yeah, I got to do this writing. And he was like, yo, just even you saying that, you got to say it in a different way. Because it's not that you have to do this writing, you know? You're blessed to be able to do this writing. And that's the thing, like, even at this job, like, you might be like, yo, this job, this and that. But you got a good job. Like, I'm asking about the benefits, all those things. I'm being serious. Mm-hmm. You know, not everyone has those things. Not everyone has the opportunity to turn an office around. And that's how you have to look at it. You know, it's like me. I have to look at it. Not, yo, I got to do this writing. But I have the opportunity to do this writing. And I'm mm-hmm. blessed to be able to do this writing. And I have the ability to do this writing. And that's how we have to put these words out there in this thought. And that's just something that I want to add on to that because you're saying all these things. But look, you know, you got to move back to where you grew up. You know, you can probably be around family and friends. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, boom, all these different things that you're probably not appreciating just because, like, yo, this office needs help. But like you said, the small things will create the big things. Yep. You know, and those small changes will lead to more great things for you. So always appreciate things. Always look at things from the situation, how blessed you are instead of how stressed you are. Damn, like Ben, I mean, you came out with the heart stone. You know, we got the fire in the earth. This is Captain Planet right <laughs> here. Captain Planet up in here. Peace, Shit. King. Peace, King. Uh, let's go. We got any other questions Peace tonight? King. <laughs> Peace, King. <laughs> um, okay. That's a good question, though. Like honestly, yeah. like no, we need more. Of that was actually yeah. a very good question. Very That's what we keep telling question. y'all. Tell y'all can ask us anything. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised. Right. We may have some insight into you know, it. We, we got a little knowledge. Just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, a couple quick ones. White Star GB writes, I hear a lot of people calling this new Lion King movie live action. <laughs> Isn't it technically animated because it's all CG? I don't I. give a fuck. I mean, if you see that trailer, <laughs> oh my God. I don't, give, I don't care what cry. you call this joint, dog. This look incredible. Yeah. This, this, <laughs> Okay. I know, but let's no, let's do, let's do it for actually for real though. So because for real people, though, it, it is animated, and people need to give props to these goddamn animators. Yes, because oh my god, motherfuckers spent like months and years, no years, years doing this work, and and when years. animators, especially, I've learned on a Disney film, you might do two seconds. That might be your whole work on this movie. It's sitting there doing two seconds, one quick for three shot years. <laughs> for three years, yep. two seconds, and all that turned into this magnificent trailer and this film which looks crazy so let's give it no for real it's not a live action film this is an animated feature film mm-hmm. and oh god it, does it, look it looks live to me <laughs> oh lord <laughs> it looks lit <laughs> how about calling it how about calling it live presenting live okay. presenting <laughs> the only thing we don't know we don't know because we only saw this teaser trailer we don't know fully whether or not they've interspersed it with live action shots of animals perhaps and maybe the group I, shots I don't know maybe maybe not but overall, this is CGI. Yeah. yeah so. But oh my God. Hey, they put them real birds in the animation. sky. That shit live action. And shout out to the D. Chico Leo, who was, you know, 
being himself and oh boy. You know, calling out this movie is like Disney is tired. Yo, when, when people are like Disney's dead, I'm right on like, yeah, it's so no, I'm you know, I'll never forget this. I was like a kid, I was like twelve years old, I can't remember. And my man and it's so and it's funny how things move, right? Because I'll never forget this. This dude who was like he was this kid who I always thought was like, you know, I was like just a little bit, you know, a little bit touched, you know, and I was always like, this man <laughs> had some things going on, but one day we were just standing there, and out of nowhere, this dude was like, out of nowhere, we weren't talking about it at nothing, for no reason, this dude was like, he turns to me and he's like, you know what, Disney is really going to run out of ideas if they just keep making, like, cartoons out of all their books. He said that when you were 12? Maybe even younger. Wow. And I was like, what's this motherfucking talking Future. about? Like, no, but the thing is, have they? No. And it's like, people were talking about, you know, Disney, like, oh, they'll be fine. Like, they can do a live action Lion King. What? I, I just say, why not? Yeah, why not? Like, they come out with so much original stuff. Yeah. Why not br- bring it to live action? Why not bring something you know? back? That's a classic. Why we, not do it shit. again? We had the X-Men cartoon. We have X-Men, X-Men live mo- action in the movies. We have X-Men live action on TV. Like, we have all those yeah. versions. I think, I, I if you want an original story, I think that's where the new challenge for Disney is. Yes. To complete with, come up with original new tales. But yeah, I'm going to run that IP until the wheels fall off. And I mean, they, why, why yeah. release why re-release The Lion King 20th anniversary, blah, blah, blah? If I can re-release it with the live with action, Beyonce. then you know what's going to yeah. happen. And, yeah. Ten years from now, <laughs> you won't get regular Lion King, 3D Lion King, yep. live action, graphically animated, presented Lion King. Yep. You probably going to get real lions at some point talking. You're going to get the video game Lion they King. Gonna have, you, you they're going to have play it out. inhibitors on there. Uh, and they got the chance to, you to put... You're going to get uh, side of the story. <laughs> and they got I the mean, they did to... Wicked. You know, that's drumming. They did Wicked where that's the, you know... That would be a dope cartoon. What? They, like, if they do that as a no, cartoon... Or like a Broadway play of Star's or, story. Right. You know, But they got a the chance to, to, to do a better job with the voice actors this time around, too. Yo, because mm. I mean, mm. you saw the cast, well, besides oh, yeah. Beyonce, but yeah, I mean, I mean, Donald Glover. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm just, I'm just winners. saying, like, no yeah. disrespect to the original, Broderick, but I mean, yeah. when Beyonce sings "Circle of Life," I'm crying. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. I'm crying. <laughs> I'm already crying. I'm crying because I don't want to see Mufasa die in high death. I'm ready to like, cry. I don't need to see I'm that. I'm ready to cry. I wonder yo. why I laugh like I did. Behind the, last time. You the did. building. Oh, please don't laugh. I did, y'all yeah, rolled. I'm just, I'm watching the black theater. So there we go. Oh my God! Right? Mufasa, don't trust that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also, in some other trailer news, dropping the Young Justice trailer finally dropped. Wait, tell me, is that is that in for Guam? It, it, it's in for Guam. We done, right? You said, you said a couple. That's of what quick. Ben Ami said. Ben Ami said. We, we she said on. a couple of quick. Oh, okay. Well, we, got we got some more. We got some more. Just one more. You okay, came back bring from it back. Asia bring Lion? it back. Bring it back. She came back from Asia Lion, y'all. Yeah. All right. What we got? Who's next? <laughs> and no, you're right. Cause I, we Yo, did, if it I, ain't quick, if you lied and said it wasn't quick, but it's actually because she's. Well, no, y'all gotta make this quick. All, All right, right. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Four star, four star. Oh yeah, I like 21 this one. Writes, what conspiracy theories do you actually think are true? Oh, let's I get have it. A fr- I have a friend who believes in the flat Earth theory. Shout outs. Like dead ass. We they, all they, that. We they all serious, turned. They seriously believe in it, though. I mean, we they all turned really into Bushmaster. We was like, yeah. <laughs> shout outs, shout outs. You need to listen to. They the show. genuinely believe the Earth is flat. You know what? I don't know if he's been trolling me for years, shit. but it's been going on for a couple. So what years. happens when when you say, "Oh, I'm over here in in China," or when I'm in Ethiopia? There? I don't no, know. I, I, I've actually had somebody break down like the points. Oh, like, you can still go around the world. Flight patterns. You, the flight patterns yeah, in are their different. mind they can still go around the world you can still travel listen to the word the you fl- just said around yes you can go if around if it's flat how are you going around, you around the square. world 
it still works for them. But then I say, this but is what their about logic. The aerial, the aerial shots from space. Lies. You ain't never been to space before. This is yep. high, no, people who was high off of K2 be saying this dumb shit. No, no, no. Yo, I swear. But it, that's why they're conspiracy. Two of my friends who've lived in the they islands conspiracy, man. both you believe conspiracy. in the flat earth. So I think it's when you live, you know, when you when you live, when you're a black man living by yourself down in these islands and you just, you know, stay on YouTube and stuff all day and then you go outside and <laughs> see that flat horizon and it just, you know, <laughs> and the sun but, bakes but your mind. You want to go you into know? a dark hole? Go yeah. go look up Flat Earth because they oh be saying, I'm going to keep they it real. They be saying some shit where I'm like, hmm? Yo, I spent half a day. I remember I got, I'm a scientist. I spent half a day. I can't so lie. you don't believe the pictures from NASA, whomever. You don't believe none of the the videos and cameras. But there's been scientific camera. shit that's been. I spent half a day, and then I was like, so oh, you don't y'all, believe none of that. Y'all out your mind. The moon is a sphere. You don't but believe the Earth in, is a Because if you think the Earth is flat, you also don't believe in gravity. Because gravity, the calculus oh, they got of gravity a concept, is way they got, different if the Earth is flat. Their own concept of gravity is hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. So so here's my, here's my, my conspiracy theory that I believe. I guess it's considered a conspiracy theory, theory but... I believe in aliens. That's not a conspiracy theory. No, that's that, that, they say that's a conspiracy. No, people say it's a conspiracy theory, and maybe that's low hanging fruit. Yeah. But I do believe. I do believe, or I do think some shit is in Roswell. I think some shit is in Roswell, but I oh, do you believe mean that. Oh. I do believe there's some shit in Roswell. I don't know. Or don't maybe know. it's not in Roswell. <laughs> maybe just... it's not in Roswell anymore. No, I don't. I just don't know if like because it's so many concepts. Like I, I believe in aliens, but it's like one of those things like. If they had the ability to get to us, why would they talk to us? You know, we'd be looking like them, maybe, like ants. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's like, like Star Trek. Them. Maybe it's like Star Trek. Where maybe they they're waiting for us to gain that, yeah, the, that's the why access I feel to yeah. traverse yeah, other galaxies. If, otherwise, they would so be once we us create like warp engines, yeah, then, they go. then they'll well, I believe just in like aliens, Star Trek. But I don't know about yeah. the Roswell stuff, but I believe in aliens. And also, Neil deGrasse Tyson believes in aliens. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe in Neil deGrasse Tyson. So There we go. My boy thinks Neil deGrasse Tyson is part of some conspiracy theories of people who lie to everyone. It's the same point that this earth is flat. Yeah, because you had it. Cause, no, yo, 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 true story. I showed him the picture his of me laced? and Neil, and he was so mad. He was like, yo, you're over there with that liar. <laughs> <laughs> they call him a liar. <laughs> yo, liar. Oh, my God. Oh, my um, God. Um, Drawing, um, I don't believe this anymore, but I used to believe that Tupac was still alive. Wow. Wow. I really did. Uh, when I was in, when I was in. Uh, he wow. in Cuba, girl. Wow. I used that's, to think Tupac was still alive. I'm one. not going to front. It was very compelling in the pre-internet era. It was very. Yeah. In the yeah. GeoCities era, it was yeah, very, very compelling, compelling yeah. bro. It was very compelling. I was yeah. like, because you just didn't want to believe I wanted him to be, but I, yeah, I, I knew. No, I knew. I knew because I remember where I was when he died. GeoCities.com. It was like the original. This is like early internet. This is. Oh, even earlier than that is the the BBS's Angel was, Fire. I know Angel the BBS. I know when yeah. you used to dial up motherfuckers and you know <laughs> like them early the bulletin boards, whatever. Like the bulletin early BBS, BBS. Yeah, when right. I was, you couldn't be on bulletin the phone. Fo- you couldn't when, be on the phone if you were getting on. When I first got Doom, that's where I got Doom off with some Word. random ass BBS. Oh, Napster. Yeah, I was um, so hype. That's a good. That's a good one. Actually, that's somebody brought one. me Doom on Two, disc, two, and they were like, "Yo." Just that crap. Take this one right now. Yeah, I took this shit home. I was like, yo, what the fuck did uh, you just Steven, give me? Steven, I got to ask you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's up? What's your, do you believe in any conspiracy theories? Oh, goodness. <laughs> I'm going to ask Chris, too, because Chris over there, Chris the engineer is over there. Chris over here burning incense. Y'all, y'all sleeping. I don't know. I mean. I used to follow Dr. York. Shout Who's out. that? Dr. York. Yeah, I remember Dr. York. Dr. Dr. Malachi Z. York. Who's Do that? your Googles, folks. Oh, the Who's that? Yeah. I don't know. My third eye. I mean, you want to talk. You, you want to talk. <laughs> like, they, they were the, uh, 
They were they. I don't like saying hotel, but they were hotel before hotel was hotel. Like, yeah. It went, it, now I got went, a problem with use use the word hotel though. I know everyone does. I don't. Yeah. I don't like to use the word hotel. We yeah. don't like to use yeah, the word I, hotel. I would like Unk to find the word that 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 this. I thought we were doing Unk right. Yeah, Unk right. No tap. Yeah, yeah, no tap. I mean, I used to be in not what what they call the hotel. So yeah, I used to be. This was this kind of. You definitely beat some drums in your day, but. I used, to, I used to go. I mean, I was in the, in the service of City College. You know, we know you know City College. Yeah, yeah. CCNY. Yeah, yeah. Up yep. there. I, I didn't go there, but I was up there with Dr. Jeffries and all them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, and a lot of people were the black nationalists. And I was with the the uh, curriculum of inclusion stuff in the, in the uh, late early '90s. Okay. When they were trying to get um, uh, black history into the schools, mm-hmm. and um, then I joined a group called the Sons of Africa. And uh, I, I believe I heard college. Of that before. And, uh, I heard of that before. Yeah, but it was different. And, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that wasn't saying, what we're talking about. No, I know, no, I know you, you weren't you, on 42nd Street calling people white devils, right? <laughs> <laughs> that, those, those were the. Um, they're still there. They're black those Israelites. Are the Israelites. They're yeah. still call, there. They're on, call them they're on Union Square now. No, they're black Israelites. Yeah, they yeah. don't call them African. They don't, they don't, they don't, they don't, yeah, I remember my son preaching. I ain't calling them African. I've been African. No, they were hate people calling them That's on them. They got a lot of issues. But there's different types of Israelites, though. I've seen another group who much more low-key. Oh yeah, I believe yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you don't have any conspiracy theories you you, you believe in? That's fine. Not really. No. That's fine. Nah. All nah. right. Well, if you have a conspiracy theory you believe in, or you have a life problem situation, comment. But I do listen to WBAI, so I might Who? have a f- WBAI, so I might have a few, but I don't I don't think about. It. You know WBAI, the ninety nine was okay. Never mind. Yeah. No. As a radio station. Because I'm just looking at him like. <laughs> <laughs> If you have You've got the deep cuts today. As I was saying, if you have a conspiracy theory and or a question about life, comics, movies, video games, TV, whatever, please hit us up. Contact at forallnerds.com or you can hit us up on the interwebs on our socials at forallnerds. Let us know your questions. We're happy to answer most of them. So yeah, we get in we get in um Fanbros.com out of here in 2019. Well, oh. fanbros.com has been out of here because I mean, in the fact, email, you, the email, the email, the email. We oh, getting that oh. out of here. Okay. Shout out to Bounce Backs. So there's mad Bounce Backs. And that's another thing. If you try, if, and this has been going on for over a month now, but if you've tried to email us in our Fan Bros accounts, you get a lovely little note saying, hey guys, we're not here anymore. We're over there. So yeah. please, guys, going forward, we are for all nerds. Yes. Meaning the entire brand, including our emails, is at for all nerds. So mm-hmm. please use that going forward. Yes, perhaps at some point in early 2019, Q1. We're gonna have to shut down the fan bro stuff. So I just trying to warn everybody now. Yep. So you don't get into that fan bros black hole. Update your addresses. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you notice, if you try to go to fanbros.com, you can't. No. So no. take you right to where you should be. For all nerds. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can read my article about my set visit to Artemis File. Yes. Up right now, as you know. Also, you know, if you're following us on Instagram, you already know there's all kind of things dropping. Like I was trying to talk about before, the Young Justice trailer. Sorry, I was just too hype. It's young. <laughs> it's young. It's young Justice. Young. Yeah, the trailer is out. You can peep it now. I myself have not seen it yet. There is word on the street that the Infinity War trailer. Is going to drop. Shout outs to everyone who follows us on Twitter at For All Nerds and was so mad at our little uh, joke about the Infinity War trailer. That was a funny joke. Thank you. The trolling, you know, we got, we got to, you know, got to get them jokes out there. Yeah, but the trailer might be dropping soon. Oh my God. You know, I don't know. I, I'm just hyped. I mean, it's a lot of great things. Young Justice. Oh man, you know, I'm about to get out of here before even doing a little segment that I like to call. Comics! Comics! Ah! <laughs>
Mike! Ah! Upt, upt. I'm waiting for him to say it so I can yell. There we go, there we go. Comics I copped. Hashtag comics I cop popping off. Cop, oh, actually, you know, cop Ironheart. Yes. Today. Today. As you listen. As you listen. Make sure you are copping Ironheart. Next week, also, cop Livewire. You can check our interview with the creator of Livewire coming soon from Valiant Comics. That is two comic books dropping with African American women superheroes. Ooh. I mean, and not only that, we have Ajala. A J A L A. With another African American woman. I say I don't like the word female, so I say woman superhero, you know? Boom. Bang well, it. Young, young girl. She's like 13. Young girl. Young yes. girl. Just, just like Ironheart. Perhaps in the future, uh-huh. a crossover could happen. <laughs> Big things. You never know. Never Marvel know. might just decide to come along and drop that, you know. Yeah. Big truck full of check, <laughs> cash in front of you. Steve, I don't know if you noticed, but I'm into big robots and all that stuff too. Like, I got, I got a story. I got a story. Come I got a story. I want to do with, with a big robot. Oh. Speaking of big robots, Netflix okay. released a trailer for Neo Genesis Evangelion. Mm, I like that. Really? I like that right. segue. It's, it's listen, listen. You want to talk about big mech energy? Big yes. mech energy. Big mech energy. Uh, I this is all new. Watch. I don't know. They just made it say because they said still, the biggest, the most acclaimed, critically it acclaimed. The, they have still, it still haven't the reboot. Really? Yeah. It's probably it's probably that that we, reboot. Maybe it might that. be the reboot. A, it just it just said it's making its debut on streaming. Because there's three episodes so far. And there's a fourth one is has get to come out. That's right. probably the one show where I've seen a bunch of episodes disjoint, but I knew what the right. Fuck was I've going seen it on. disjoint, but it was still yeah. beautiful yeah, no matter yeah, it's what. Just yeah. like those that, mechs. It's, someone said it, and it was just true. They were like they are both excited and like fearful because now that, that this is happening, they know the live action is not far behind. Of Neon, just, uh, yeah. yeah. It depends on who does it. Yeah. I don't want to see this in live action. Not really. It'll be like Transformers, probably. No, that's nah. not. I, no. I mean, in, you mean, in look, you mean in, at look in right? Look. Special effects, I, right? I don't. I, I. How did the? I didn't see the Power Rangers remake. How was that with the? That Zords was actually pretty good. How did the Zords and shit? The Zords look good. Because that's probably what it would aim towards then. Because I have to see that. I, have to I see don't a lot need of stuff. a live action Neon Evangel. No. Yo. Okay. Also, in comics, I cop real quick. I mentioned this book before, mm-hmm. but I finally finished it. It's a graphic novel, and it relates to what we're talking about. Artemis Fowl. Illegal is by. It's this graphic novel by the um, author of Artemis Fowl, and Illegal is about. And Andrew Duncan did the art. It's a really dope graphic novel, and it's really interesting knowing that this guy also write, wrote oh. Artemis Fowl because Illegal tells the story of a young boy who is trying to um, immigrate from Africa. That's what it looked like, yeah. Yeah, and so he's trying to leave Africa for another life and actually to find his sister who's already left for Europe. So he's trying to go there to find her. And it's really interesting that he wrote this book and he also wrote Artemis Fowl because Artemis Fowl to me has these real questionable, like, What's going on with the Butler family? What's this all about? How long? What's the yeah. time period between when he exactly. wrote Artemis? He wrote Artemis early. A long time ago. Okay, so maybe and his he, views have. So maybe he elevated. got woke. Like yeah. you said, like, man, this is before maybe he got someone, woke. Maybe yeah. someone, you know, tapped on the shoulder and so said, yo, my man. Yeah, because Illegal is a very dope book that tells a very dope story mm-hmm. about these two young African boys and their escape and everything. And it's a, you know, it's very nuanced. It gets into the culture, mm-hmm. everything. It's a dope book. And the difference between that and Artemis Fowl is, is like night and day. Night and day. Mm. 
So I would definitely check out Illegal by, I'm sure I'm butchering his name, Eowyn Colfer and Andrew Duncan. I really loved it. The art by Andrew is, oh, no, actually they wrote it. It's illustrated by uh, Giovanni, Giovanni. Giovanni Regano. You know him from, no? Actually, no? no. Yeah, from what? Fire. No, I was wondering, because this is the first thing oh. I've seen of his. Okay. Fire. Mm. Fire art. Art so dope. So definitely check that out. That's pretty much it. Like I said before, yo, lately I have not been having the time to read as many comics as I would like. I'm definitely checking out Ironheart and Livewire when those drop. Mm. And, man, it's been tight on me lately. I finally finished this. I also finished, well, I'm halfway through the trade of Skyward. Yeah, I picked it up mainly because of the art and the covers. <laughs> Let me finish that joint and get back to y'all on that one. I'm Skybound, Skyward. I... Skybound? Was is it on? Huh? It the the concept behind it is like this. Um, it's Earth, and then one day gravity just goes oh, crazy. Oh right, remember we talked about wow. the pre- and, We talked about this before, but the yeah. premise is fire. But you're saying nah. Yeah, so far I gotta finish it, but so far. You know, I would I would pick up Illegal. I'd pick up that monstrous. You know, <laughs> Wicked and Divine starts its final arc next week. Ooh, that's hurtful. It it hurts, but it's coming to an end, and finally I can decide if this book made any sense at all. What's this? <laughs> Wicked and Divine. Wicked and Divine. Oh yeah, like I got to catch up to that too. Yeah, it's one of my favorite books ever. But it's like right now I'm wondering, is it gonna be like Lost, where it's like the journey was great. And then that ending, you were like... You, you think Jamie and them would do that to you? I hope not. I hope not. Because, you know, me and them have had so many talks over the years, and it's like... I mean, Benami has run up on them anywhere. Run up on <laughs> them <laughs> anywhere and be like, yo, what's good? What's good? So, wow. I don't think they do that to you. I hope not. I hope not, because it's going to be... You know, I talk and hype this book so much that I do not want, you know, yeah, I got listeners. I got volume two of that, but I never, I never got volume one, so I haven't, started, I haven't read it yet. But I've been, if I picked it up because of you. Yeah. Well, I, but I haven't read it yet. I'm hoping that I haven't listened to our listener, Don, because that's like... Out of comics, I cop. That is yeah. probably the book that I've talked about the most yeah, over is. the years. Of, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah, so please, y'all. Um, anything else before we get out of here tonight? You know, oh, we're going to give a comics I cop. Too, okay. Like, oh, let's ooh, get it. Let's hear it. I do. I collect uh, Isola or Isola um, by um, these two artists. It's artists. I forgot the name. How do you spell that? Uh, I-S-O-L-A. Okay. And it's uh, about... Um, uh, a warrior, a young woman warrior, tr- trying to save her her queen or pr- or queen who's tr- been transformed into a uh, green tiger. Ooh, wow, I feel like I've seen this. I think joint. So it's Brent, written yeah. it's written by Brendan Fletcher with mm-hmm. writer artist Carl Kershaw. I have yes. read this. This yeah. joint is ill as fuck. Yeah, and the art is crazy. Yeah, the art is crazy. Art is crazy, yeah. yo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Definitely check this book out. Yes, yeah, by Image. Yeah. I think I read the first issue of this joint, but that's as far as I got. But it I looks, am a, I'm issue four or five. It's a slow moving story. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's it's still the art is is, is fire. So goddamn yeah, fire. And, uh, still, yeah, it um, looks beautiful. I mm-hmm. was picking up. I think I don't know if it stopped or not, but the uh, low by uh, T uh, Giovanni. No, T- I'm gonna say Giovanni. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, isn't that? R- low? Uh, it's on image, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't that Rick, Rick Remender, Remender and Red? Tocini? Regutini, yes. Yeah. Oh, Isola's just beautiful. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that frame. Yeah. 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 So wow. is Low, though. Low, yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously, as an artist, you, the, you're, uh, the you're art choosing thing. the art. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a good story. Remender is, yeah. Remender's, Rick Remender's a beast. Yo, shout out to that Uncanny X-Force series. Yo. 
I, that man, that man single-handedly made X Force like a thing. For yeah, me. and that? Rick Remender. Oh, okay. The, the right oh, oh, Did you okay. ever get into that? Oh, it's when they were in when they were in the gray and the black. When they were like the the black ops. Black yeah. ops. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. That shit they was. They were getting fire. everybody the fuck right. out of here. The baby apocalypse. Cyclops looked the other way. He was just like, oh, I remember. Don't come in here bleeding. Don't come in here bleeding. You making it hot. I remember that. I remember that. Do what y'all gotta do. Take off visor, like. I ain't complete the story arc, but I remember I do remember that. Yeah, I read Cyclops, all the joints. I, I can't see shit. Like you know, my my vibes are be my vibes are be wild. And I think my and you guys uh, picked up bitter ruby. The rubies are not see through. Not your man, that's Scott Summers. Picked up what <laughs> bitter root? I picked up bitter root. I haven't had a chance to read it yet. Yeah, yes, by David Walker yeah. and um. Sanford Green. Sanford Green, yeah. yeah. Bitter Root. We Ooh. talked about that actually last week. Yeah, Bitter Root. Yeah, I need it's that. a story about um a family in the 1920s of yeah. Harlem. Steampunk. Steampunk yeah. battling supernatural is, is that image? creatures. Yes. Yes. Okay, yeah. Yep. I, need, image. I need that. Yeah. Bitter him, Root. Him and um, Sanford are a good scene. Yeah, yeah, I picked that up, uh, but I haven't had a chance to read that yet. I also picked up uh, 1975 from Image. Mm. It, it's spelled out like MCM. It's spelled out in Roman numerals. Mm. It features, I've not got to read it yet, but the first three issues are out now. It features a young black lesbian woman as the protagonist. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I can't tell y'all much more than that. I picked it up because the dude at uh, Forbidden Planet was like, yo, you need to read this. Mm. So I bought the first two issues. The art looks crazy. Yeah. And I'm not sure what more about it other oh, okay. than that. Nice. So that's all I can tell y'all. But I'll definitely let y'all know once I get to read that. All right. All right. So I got a, I got a couple. Um, I started catching up like on months of comics, right? So I started reading Spectacular Spider-Man, Peter Parker's Spectacular Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And that's Chip Zdarsky's book. Yeah. He stopped after the 10th issue, but that was like a solid 10-issue series. So mm-hmm. the next the next volume is going into um, Spider-Geddon. Okay. So those are going to be Spider Geddon tie-in. So um, I, I'm just getting into that, and so far so good. Uh, I started reading Amazing Spider-Man: Renew Your Vows, mm. which happens in the Secret Wars universe, where yeah. he has um, Mary Jane is his wife, Annie Mae Parker is his daughter, and they're like a spider family yeah. fighting crime. Mm. So that and they're all three of them, because uh, if you remember the Regent, he was the the villain in that world that siphon the powers he basically was Shang Tsung with a, with a metal suit and he siphoned powers of everybody else and he repurposed the technology so that Mary Jane could siphon his powers and one when they go out and fight okay. so she basically gets his powers and uses a little bit of it to fight mm. um, I got that recommended um, I got that recommended a while ago and I never got a chance to go around it and I and and it's really dope it's been really dope so um, but I, yeah, I'm still reading, still catching up. I should have more on Spider Geddon by next week. And um, if you pick up Spider Man number zero for those who played Spider Man PS4, yep. that's that Spider Man, the the game Spider Man's first appearance in written action. Yeah. And it's and it's ill. If you're a fan of Superior Spider Man with Doctor Octopus, they both make an appearance together where he's get they all get recruited so he's getting recruited to go fight in this war and he's never heard of the war before mm-hmm. and his interaction with Doc Ock Spider-Man mm. is it's ill it's ill to say the least and if you played the game and you understand the relationship between that Spider-Man and, and Dr. Doc Octopus Oc- you see everything happening and you're like holy shit this is why this game is so off the hook mm. and I I will I'll leave it at that for those who've not played in two damn months mm-hmm. but uh but yeah so you know, that is my copped comics. 
Word up. So, as always, make sure you use that hashtag, Comics I Copped, on Twitter, on Instagram, everywhere. Let us know what you're copping. Thank you to everybody who uses that. Yo, that means so much to me. It's just so dope to always see people buying and copping all these different comics that I haven't even talked about or comics that I have talked about. That always gets me, too. It's like, wow, y'all are actually listening to this stuff. So, thank you so much (laughs) for that. Um, speaking of Spider-Man, though, before we get out of here, we do have the For All Nerds Awards 2018 coming up very soon. Mm-hmm. We'll be dropping more information on that on our Twitter, on our Instagram. I'll probably drop something on the Patreon first yeah. to let y'all know, you know, for everybody who's out there supporting. But, you know, we'll be talking about all our games of the year, all our films of the year, all our comics of the year books, TV shows, everything, celebrating everything. I can't remember all the weird-ass, you know, side awards we ever rocked. categories. The categories we had. I got to go back to last year and see what we had. We're going to have another special guest host. You know, probably going to do this one live. I think we should just go live. Right. Fuck it. We're going live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> How are we going to top it? Because, like, we've, we've had, you know, we've had the mayor, one of the mayors of fan, uh, For All Nerds here. Yep. We had, um, I don't know, I'm doing a Stephen Harris now. I'm forgetting everybody's name. <laughs> um, we had Orlando Otto Jones. Otto Asando. Otto Asando. Yes. Like, how do we top that? I don't know. We're going to have to figure out who we're going to bring in. Gonna Reach to be... out to your favorite celeb, actor, Wesley actress. Snipes. Yo, if y'all can make that happen, if y'all can, I don't want to say spam, but show. if you want to put, like, if you want to press Wesley real quick and be like, look. <laughs> This is your. This time. is the least you can do, Wesley. Also, shout out to Robert Townsend who be out there ignoring me. Yo. But he be liking your post, liking them posts. But then whenever it's talk about coming on the show, Robert Townsend be going mad silent. Yo, people. Are, you know. <laughs> at least he's reading it. At least he's reading it. You know, shout out to him. You know, he got a new documentary. The, uh, the documentary on the five heartbeats is in theaters right now. Oh, that's Select City. Shout out to Robert Townsend. I think it's coming to Netflix shortly after. So maybe he's trying to be a phenomenon like Wesley Snipes. Maybe, you know, maybe he wants to join the illustrious Never Happened, but, you know, we wish. There's the least you could do, Wesley, damn. It's been about 15 years now, huh, man? 